Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. We try to do four episodes a week, Bleeding Monday to Thursday, focusing on one mission per podcast with some comments and the like woven in from Pirkei Elvis Treasury here in the season two of the PAL. We're in chapter three, paragraph eight, Parak Gimel, Mishnah Chet. All the Mishnahists in Pirkei Elvis are wonderful. That's why we love to do the show. But this Mishnah especially is an easy one to relate to, hopefully for everyone, especially as we go along and try to figure out how we can make it more applicable and practical. Rabbi Lezer Ishbartosa Omer, Rabbi Lezer Arbartosa says, Tain lo mishalo, sha'ata v'shelcha shalo. Give him from his own for you and your possessions are his. V'chein bedavad hu omer, and so has David said, King David, who wrote the Psalms, for everything is from you and from your own hand we have given you. So in this Mishnah, what I see is the idea of tzedakah. Hashem gives us a certain amount of money every year. No matter what we do, if we think we could do this in business or do that with a partnership, this in stocks or this in that way, Exactly every dollar you're given is counted out by Hashem and He will make sure to give you exactly what He feels you're worth and what He feels like you deserve. So no extra time or no less time will be taken away or given to your money amount rather than from what Hashem Himself says. So if Hashem is giving us a cent amount of money, really everything is His to begin with. So what we have to do is give back from that money to other people who need it. And when we say that it's His, everything is Hashem, we're really like a, a guarantee we're really like a um, estate planner of the money, of the possessions that Hashem gave us. So we try to have to use it. We have to try to use it, rather, in the best way possible. So we know we're supposed to give 10% of money, and some say up to 20%, but 10% is the required minimum. Back in the days of tithes with food, it used to be 150th, 140th, 160th, depending on the type of person, how would they, they look at it. But uh, there is a famous rabbi, I think it might have even been Rabbi Feinstein, but don't quote me on that, who said that not only should you give of your money and your possessions, you should actually give of your time. So not only should we give a tenth to charity, but we should try to give a tenth of our time to tzedakah and chesed and good deeds. And let's go and see what other comments say as well. Rabbi Lezer of Bartoso was a ton of the third generation, was a colleague of Rabbi Kivan, a student of Rabbi Yeshua from Tavul Yom. He was so famed for his magnanimity that charity, lecture, charity collectors actually hid from him out of fear that he would donate his last penny. So what's really nice about Perkeavos is that people that said these sayings literally lived the sayings. So they said what they preached and they preached what they said. They said what they meant and they meant what they said. So no one is a better person to tell you how much to give tzedakah from than from this Rabbi Lezer himself because he literally would give every cent even the shirt off his back. The Talmud reports that he once met a charity collector while on the way to purchase a trussel for his daughter. The collector tried to run away, but Rabbi Lazar accosted him and forced him to reveal the cause for which he was collecting. When told it was for the weddings of orphans, he declared they come first and proceeded to hand out over almost all of his own money. From Tanis 24a. So obviously not everybody's on that level, but we should try to do what we can on our own levels to try to give to other people as much as we can. Give him from his own you and your possessions, or his man should withhold neither himself nor his wealth from being used to fulfill the wishes of heaven. All that he has and is belongs to God, hence he gives not his own, but is merely returning to God what 
is his. Rav, this is a call against stinginess in matters of charity or expenditures for mitzvahs. Realizing he is spending God's money and not his own, man should give happily and magnanimously. From Erie, there is a saying out there that what you spend on Shabbos and Yom Tov is not calculated in the money that Hashem sets aside for you for the whole year, so that you shouldn't worry about spending for Shabbos and Yom Tov. Some people even say that the money you spend on tuition for your children, which is a big mitzvah of Talmud Torah, also might not be calculated into how much Hashem gives you. So don't worry about tuition. Don't worry about spending on Shabbos and Yom Tov because Hashem will make sure to get back what you need and what you have to have, and Hashem will make sure to work it all out on your account. All man's wealth is given to him by God for safekeeping. Unlike human depositors, God allows man to use part of the pot to deposit for his personal needs, but the rest must certainly be used only according to the depositor's instructions. For my Yonah, God only man asks man to give back part of what he bestows upon him from his Mishalom. Part of his. All one's strength comes from God, yet he demands only part of it back. Spend part of your time at the task of Torah study, God asks of man. All your wealth comes from my coffers, yet I ask that only part of it be returned to the destitute who collect on my behalf from Ruach Chaim. The Medrash teaches God says to man, were you able to affix a mezuzah before I gave you a house? Did you have a place for tzitzit fringes before I gave you a garment from Vayikarabah? Even talent should not be perceived as one's own. If one is blessed from heaven with any talent or ability, wealth, strength, a good muse, a good memory, artistic ability, music ability, intelligence, he should employ it only for heavenly goals. Ultimately, it is not really his, merely a grant and trust from the source of all abilities and talents from Mr. Pharisee Straw. We've mentioned this before many times on this show. If you have the ability, you have the talent, you have the capability, you have a passion, a desire, a dream, you have to pursue it. You have to try to reach the goal and try to fulfill that dream because Hashem gave you that passion, that drive, that desire, and He gave you the abilities to be able to do that passion, desire. There was never someone like you. There is no one like you right now. There never will be another person like you. So if not you, then who? If you don't accomplish it, this idea, this mission that Hashem put in your heart, no one else is going to do it, and it's going to be a lost opportunity. So you have to do what you feel like you were pushed to do. That's why we did the OT show and the PAL show, because we felt that this is what Hashem was pushing us to do. He gave us the ability and the love for radio and the wanting to do radio and the love for Pirkei and OT, so we combine it all, and hopefully it will help others. Jews throughout the generations were able to find the strength of character to offer themselves to God and martyrdom because they viewed life through the lens of this inspiring principle. When God calls a man to make the ultimate sacrifice, man must understand that he's being asked to return to God what is really his from Medrash Shmuel. We should never know from such things. We should all live up Mavis from Shana. It is for this reason that Jewish law prohibits suicide. Man does not own his own life. Life itself is a safekeeping entrusted to him to be employed and invested according to the will of the depositor. Man has no right to squander, misappropriate, or willingly relinquish the deposit of life. As a practical matter, the mission advises us to separate funds immediately from our income and earmark them for charity. Thus, when the destitute representatives of institutions come to solicit, one will feel no remorse in parting with his funds since he has already considered them, them the property of the poor from Prechaim. For this reason, many people follow the commendable practice of keeping a separate monster charity tithe account and a deposit a tenth of their earnings in it as soon as they are paid. Thus, when they write out their charity checks, they're truly not taken from their own funds. That's what we do. As soon as we get a check, we're very machmir, we're very machbid, we're very on the money to do it right away because I feel like if you're given a check for $50, the check is not really yours. Really, it's $45 because that $5 has to go right away to the other person. You shouldn't wait around. The zealous run to do mitzvahs as fast as possible. You should be on it right away. So if you get a check Friday at 2 o'clock, you should give the money Friday at 2.01. The 10th, give it away 
right away. And then really the rest of the money is what Hashem says you can really keep. But that $200 from the $2,000 check or that $300 from the $3,000 check is not yours. You have to give it away. You have to make sure it goes to where it's needed. And then the rest of the money, you could pay off the bills and take care of everything else you need to take care of. So as David said, for everything's from you and from your own hand, we have given you. King David said this about the gold and silver he collected for the building of the temple. The verse cited is an allusion, not an absolute proof, to the concept expressed in the Mishnah. One might argue that one's income and possessions must be returned to God only for such clauses as the building of the temple because the entire Jewish public was responsible to erect from Jerachayim. The verse from Chronicles cited in the Mishnah begins with King David's statement. For who am I and who are my people that we gathered enough strength to donate so magnanimously? Only due to the grace of God were we blessed with such a fortune. Nonetheless, we do not perceive this fortune as our own. It is from your hand that we take to give back to you from Mob and Chronicles. And at the end of his prayer, King David asks the following adds the following request, may you preserve this forever as the realization of the thoughts in the heart of your people may direct their heart toward you. From Chronicles, even man's will to serve God and to grow spiritually is God-given. King David says, since you, God, are eternal, we ask that you always give us inspiration to serve you wholeheartedly and to give you reason to be happy with us. Prepare and direct our hearts so we always seek your love and closeness from Sadika Kohen. So from this Mishnah, we have to realize to give back as much as we can, as often as we can, as soon as we can. When we get that check, give that 10% right away and try to give 10% of your time to worthy causes as well. Join us next time as we talk about walking on down the road and see what we can learn from that here on the PAL with Tani G. And I'm your host, Tani G.